I've been doing lots of thinking about this. Whenever you have a challenge, where does your happiness go? Because when I had my challenge, I was trying to find my happiness. But then what I did was I found it, but I found it in very unusual ways. So I want to share with you how I found my happiness. Welcome to The Sales Doctor, where we talk about the process of selling and how to put more money into your pocket. I'm your host, Dr. Nate Brooks, and in this episode, we're going to talk about finding happiness, because many times we look for happiness in all the wrong places, Oh no! but I found my happiness in very unusual ways. So let's talk about finding your happiness. You may say, what does happiness have to do with putting more money into your pocket? Well, I got news for you. If you're happy, you can always make more money. If you're unhappy, you can find a way to make the money. But as you begin to understand, happiness brings you life and life brings you money. So I remember, I can recall when what I did, because you see, I have spent some time studying what makes me happy and what doesn't. I know happiness can predict health, longevity, and my, my happiness can be used to measure social progress and the success in the public. But happiness isn't something that just happens to you. Everyone has the power to make small changes in our behavior, our surroundings, and our relationships that can help set us on the course for a happier life. In my case, I had trouble with my mind. My biggest challenge was to conquer the negative thoughts in my mind meaning I had to work a little harder to train my brain to conquer native thoughts. So how did I do it? I didn't try to stop native thoughts by telling myself I have to stop thinking about this because it's only going to make things worse. And it did. So what I did, I said, you know what? If I had a friend, what would I tell my friend? So I tell my friend this. I begin to treat myself as a friend and when I begin to feel negative about myself, I would ask myself, what advice would I give to a friend who was down on themselves? Now try this to apply that advice to you. Challenge those negative thoughts. Challenge them. Because see, it is a process of challenging and changing irrational thoughts to make yourself think better. Now, there are many studies that show that this method can reduce depression symptoms and quite a few other things. But the goal is to get you from the negative mindset. In other words, you're saying, well, you know what? I'm a failure. I'll never make it. That's what I thought to myself when I was laying in the hospital. I guess I won't be. I guess I'm dumb. I'm, that's it for me. But guess what? It was not finished for me because I have a lot more to do. But to be more positive, I had to change what I was doing. So I've had a lot of success in my career. This is just one setback that doesn't reflect on me. I can learn from it to be better or I can become bitter. You know, here's some examples of questions that I ask myself 
to challenge my negative thoughts. Learn how to use Socratic questioning. It's very simple. For example, first I write down the negative thoughts, such as I'm having a problem at working these questions of my ability. Then I ask myself the question, what is the evidence for this thought? Am I basing this on facts or feelings? Could I be misinterpreting the situation? How might other people view the situation differently? How might I view the situation if it happened to someone else? The bottom line is this. Native thinking happens to all of us. But we recognize it and challenge that thinking. We are taking a big step toward a happier life. So I had to begin to ask myself better questions. Also, I had to begin to control my breathing because I wasn't breathing right. I, was, I had a shortness of breath. I mean, I'm sitting there laying in the hospital trying to figure out what to do. But then I said, you know what? I got to control my breathing. Because you see, science is just beginning to provide evidence that the benefits of this ancient practice are real. Studies have found, for example, that breathing practices can help reduce symptoms associated with anxiety, insomnia, post-traumatic stress disorders, depression, deficit disorder. For centuries, yogis have used breathing and controlled breathing as a way to overcome challenges, yeah. to promote concentration and improve vitality. Bo Buddha associated with breathing meditation. That's why I started studying Tai Chi. You can Because see, it. they were focused on your breathing as a way to enrich your life. That's what I did. I began to try to control my breathing. That's but I breathed I'm my diaphragm, about. not my lungs. In other words, not the top of your chest, but at the very bottom of your navel, beneath your navel. I put my right hand there, and as I begin to breathe, I'd push in, push out, push in, push out. But I begin to control my breathing. As I did, I begin to feel better and begin to think better. Many times people do this, it doesn't work for them. Because you know what? They never control their breathing. They just breathe. I had to learn how to rewrite my story. Let's do it. Because the story that I was living was not a good story. You see, writing about myself and my personal experiences and then rewriting my story can lead to a behavioral change and improve happiness. We already know that expressive writing can improve mood disorders and help reduce the symptoms among cancer patients, among other health benefits also. Now, some research suggests that writing in a personal journal for 15 minutes a day can lead to boost in overall happiness and well-being, in part because it allows us to express our emotions, be mindful of our circumstances, and resolve the inner conflicts. Or you can take the next step and focus on one particular challenge you face and write and rewrite your story. You see, that's so important. We all have a personal narrative that shapes our view of the world and ourselves. But sometimes our inner voice doesn't get it right. By writing and then editing our own stories, we can change our perceptions of ourselves and identity obstacles that stand in the way of our personal well-being. The process is similar to Socratic questioning. Here's a writing exercise I believe that will work for you. Write a brief story about your struggle, 
I'm having money problems. For example, I'm having a hard time making friends in the city. I'm fighting with my spouse. Well, guess what? Begin to rewrite your story and tell a different story about what's going on. As you begin to write this new story from the viewpoint of a neutral observer or with the kind of encouragement you give a friend, money is a challenge, but you can take the steps to get yourself into financial shape. The rest will follow. You see, people don't think things through very well. But if you begin to think things through very well and know one thing, I am responsible for me. So guess what? Control it by rewriting your story. Bernard Barach said this, Be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter and those that matter don't mind. I love quotes. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Maya Angelou, you you may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. Then Mahatma Gandhi, I will not let anyone walk through my mind with dirty feet. So what are you doing as far as allowing people to walk through your mind with dirty feet? Telling you what you should do and the negative thoughts hitting you and now you don't know what to do. But guess what? Turn it around. As you turn it around, everything comes back. They never tell you this. I learned this because guess what? I did this. So as I begin to do it and use it, things turn around. Turn your life around. In recap, we talk about happiness, happiness and money, life and money, small changes, how to control your negative thoughts, advice to a friend, how I changed, and how to rewrite your story. I've learned some small things, but what I've learned is how to appreciate the small things. Basic conversation. Started a gratitude journal. The journal I list every day of what I'm thankful for. In the morning time when I get to wash my face, I'm so thankful. Just be able to walk into the bathroom and wash my own face. Very good. Talking on the phone to different clients and hearing the different stories of how they overcome their challenges makes a big difference. So I do what I can do to the best of my ability. And I think back three years ago, I couldn't do these things. But now I'm so grateful that I'm moving ahead and I'm still making a difference. If you want to talk to me, Nate, write me, Nate at BrooksResult.com. I'd be more than happy to talk to you about our sales classes, and how we teach people how to sell from point A to point Z. Also, our life classes, our life coaching classes. Many times, people think that they know, but they don't know. If you begin to apply some of the things I could teach you, you'd be surprised how your life would turn around. I've seen so many people that are grateful for turning their lives around. They're living better lives now, making more money, and being very successful. So do that. Let me know what's going on. I'd be more than happy to talk to you. And also, pick one thing that you learned today and apply it. When you do, you'd be surprised what's going to happen. It's funny because I used to do the same thing. I'd read a book and guess what? I would never apply it. But now I understand how to apply it and move forward. So move forward. So I'm going to leave this last thing. Thank you.
for listening to my podcast. And as always, stay on top because you certainly deserve it.